Welcome to Chip's Money Tips Podcast. I'm Chip Chinnery. Renaissance man and TV star Greg Brunberg talks about struggling in Hollywood, networking with J.J. Abrams in a sandbox, and how he created his popular couponing app, Yowza. That's next. Hey everybody, welcome to Chips Money Tips Podcast. I'm here with very special guest Greg Grunberg. Oh, couldn't be more special. Now this is uh, this is exciting. Greg, you probably know from TV shows uh, most popularly, probably, if I may say this, Heroes, where you played Matt Parkman. Yes. And your superpower was you got headaches, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Absolutely. That, that was <laughs> I it. only saw I a was... snippet of the show. It could no, be it had a big M. I was the migraine guy, and I <laughs> flew around. No, it was, it was, uh, it was amazing. Yeah, and, and, and prior to that, you and I have known each other, though. Long time. Forever. When did you start? Because I got to town in 94. And had you started working by then? Um, well, working in quotes. <laughs> I mean, auditioning for commercials and auditioning for, for guest spots and stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, I've been doing this for 20 years. Right, because so. I remember we, our group was a good group to hang out with, Yeah, our group wasn't the, you know, the good looking guys. No, the, we were the character guys yeah. that either, you know, you would get it. I, I, here's the thing that I remember, and, and still to this day, I'll see you on a guest spot or something and I'll be like, wow, I'm <laughs> so happy. Seriously, yeah. when I, it, it, there was never any competition. It was like, right. if I went in and I saw you or JP or any of these guys, I'd be like, we're so different. They're either going to go for me, they're going to go for you, they're going to whatever. Right. Um, those days, man, and and yeah, because I remember when you when you because it's like it's exciting because like you hit and all of a sudden you're like, oh, he's on NYPD Blue. Didn't you do it? Yeah, you I did, did an arc, right? Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. like, oh, cool. Greg got one because it's not like our group isn't competitive in that. It's like sure you you don't like it. Well, oh, Greg, Greg's on thirteen things and I'm on nothing. But there are times where like, well, Greg's doing it, I can do it. Absolutely. And in in. Uh, you know, Eric Stone Street, another example. He seems to have done well the last couple of years. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. So No, I, I know. It's true. It's you, You're always just one audition away, but you're also, when you're on, when you're working, you're, you know, the, things can change at any time. So you've got to have this, I've always had this just, you know, as far as money, I mean, since we're talking money, right. you got to save it. you got to put it away. you got to make smart investments. And then also, um, you know, I've got three kids, and it's just, it's it's one of those things where, Still to this day, my wife and I will will have discussions where, and I guess life is like this for anybody. But um, you know, it's always a roller coaster. There are ups ups and downs. Right now, I'm between jobs, I'm trying to develop a new show for myself. Yeah. You know, it's like who who knows? It's a it's a crapshoot. It's a gamble. <laughs> and you don't necessarily have enough to say, okay, I'm done working now. No. I can just live for another fifty years on my savings. Yeah, but you you would think that we would at some point. Couldn't I relax now? I know. <laughs> we're doing we're li- we're literally the dream job when you're on a show. You're like, it doesn't get any better than this. I'm making more money than I've ever made. But then it stops, and 12 months go by where you're not making anything. So, And you were on huge shows, in case people don't know. Tell us the shows. Uh, well, for, uh, Felicity was the biggest, my first big break. Um, uh, and then I was on that for four years, and then I did Alias uh, for another good run. And then after that, I did a couple pilots and, and things, and then I, then I got Heroes, which was... Yeah. Like a rocket. And, um, you know, but I'm really happy, as I'm sure you are, being number seven on the sure. call sheet, coming into <laughs> it. Let someone else carry this thing. It'd be fun. You know, so an ensemble is, is really, and, and Heroes was that, but 
it, it gave me a little bit more recognition and um, to the point where, you know, now I get offered, you know, shitty guest stars, which is great. You know, mm-hmm. at least you get offered something. Um, That's great. Yeah. Yes. Believe me. I'm so and I've been I've been really, really fortunate. I've also had a, like, one of my, you know, my best friend, J.J. Abrams, is a massive <laughs> massively creative incredibly generous guy so tell you know, me, yeah, talk about that because it's a, it's uh i've heard people oh, he's friends with jj how good of friends are you where do you guys meet what's the uh name? we met when we were about four and a half okay. uh in the sandbox in elementary school um started networking early like networking that. early he got a little uh, <laughs> sand in the crack of his ass and i thought you know what let me help this guy you never know where it could lead <laughs> you never know um no jj and i met when we were in elementary school and um even back then, you know, his Super 8 movies, you know, now he made Super 8, but his Super 8 movies, I star in all of them, you know, or, or most of them. And, yeah. and it's really funny to look back and go, oh, my God. We just actually looked back at one of the movies when we were nine or ten, and David Schwimmer was in it. And we were like, oh, really? what? Yeah. Like, we didn't know David back then. <laughs> I know great. him now, and but never back then. And Schwimmer? I said, yeah, I said, that's not Schwimmer. And, you know, there's only one David Schwimmer. Yeah. And it, sure enough, it was him. And it must have been like, oh, I know an, a friend in Beverly Hills who acts or whatever. So, uh, yeah, but I've known JJ forever, and then I've just been really, more than anything, he's the greatest guy ever, my best friend, been there through a lot of hard things, and, you know, he's just, he's an amazing guy. We lived together after college, and our families are very, very close, so it's it's been a great relationship, and then he's also wanted to work with me, thank yeah. God, you know, so. Yeah, it's not like, oh, geez, i got to give Greg another job, okay, because <laughs> you deliver, that's the great thing. Well, thank you. Thank and you. and you, so you grew up out here in L.A., right? Yeah, grew up in L.A., uh, born and raised here, but parents weren't in the business, so I didn't have that kind of a leg up. Right. Um, but uh, my brother, who is so unbelievably funny, so talented, he yeah. um, was the guy who kind of cracked into the business. He was going to U of A, and he, uh, Revenge of the Nerds was shooting. shooting U of there. A, of course, is uh, University U- of Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, and they were shooting Revenge of the Nerds. He decided that they were going to local hire some people. He put on a plaid suit with another guy. He he actually was a ma- the mascot for the you know for the sports teams. So right. He would do stuff crazy stuff at the games. They hired them to do something, and I just remember seeing that, and then you know always wanting to act and acting throughout school. And then um, JJ and I lived together, and JJ was having tremendous success as a writer, and and I just decided that I said you know what if if I don't try this now you know during during college I was like I got an audition for something, so right. I started doing the commercials, and you know one thing leads to another. Now, you've had other business. I read something about you had a, a yogurt shop. Did anything influence this sort of? How did you decide to have a yogurt shop? Well, yes. I mean, my dad is a very entrepreneurial guy, um, sometimes to a Willie Loman type fault. You what know, do you do? He, well, he just, if he gets an idea and he sees a business potential for a small business here or there. My dad was in the Schmata business forever. He's in the clothing business. He would manufacture women's jeans and leotards. And oh. way back, I remember he had a great company manufacturing like leotards and leg warmers and you know, all this exercise stuff for women, I would then take the samples and sell them at San Diego State when I was going to college <laughs> in the in the sororities. I would go to the sorority meetings and... Door-to-door uh, clothing salesman. Like not it. only that, leotard <laughs> salesman. So I was getting dates, you know. And then also I would sell it on Venice Boardwalk. On the boardwalk, um, we had a, 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 a you know, um, God rest his soul, great, great guy, uh, Sid Galper, who was a friend of the family. He owned a building on the boardwalk. He said, yeah, on the weekends, come sell. I would sell samples in front. Sid then invested in this yogurt business that we we started, and I had a frozen yogurt store on Melrose, right in the heart, right next to Johnny Rockets, and Tommy Tang's was right. there at that time, and um, called Island Yogurt. So I have always been entrepreneurial, and what's what's tough is entrepreneurial and 
and you know that's one side of your brain create creativity is another side it's it's great to have skills in both um it's hard to put them together right uh it really is and and i uh, what what i've now learned is you know and now with the advent of apps and and the fact that you could literally be i mean you're hardly in a garage this is a beautiful house but like you know you could be you could literally be in a garage and create an app that changes the world and this yowza app Let's talk about that. Yeah, so I um, at the at the very beginning of like Twitter and the apps and and all this stuff, um, I I remember just thinking, wow, this this is a very powerful tool, the iPhone, and and the fact that it knows where you are, it geolocates where you are, and you could play with that. And uh, I've always been a kind of a coupon person, um, not crazy coupon person, but I'm you know I'm I'm smart with my money, and right. so is my wife. And so uh, Bed Bath and Beyond is a place where you. You never go there without that brick of the a coupon big, that they got, send you. I have ten of them in this suitcase. Exactly. So I had ten of them in the <laughs> in the car door compartment of our car. So close. Yeah. <laughs> and we walked in without it. And I was too lazy to go back to the car and get it. And I thought, why doesn't somebody create an app that all you know knows the app knows where you are? So you hit that app. It's a free app. So I did. It's called Yowza. Y O W Z A. You go to getyowza.com to learn about it. But you press Yowza. Um, and again, it's free. It brings up all of the restaurants, stores, businesses, and all their coupons right around you. And you set up the perimeter to one to 50 miles around you, whatever you want. You either use the coupons or don't. There's barcode, they're barcoded or coupon coded, and they scan it right there. You never have to print paper, never have to remember to bring it. You always have them with you. That's great. And, and the retailers or the, or the restaurants are constantly loading more into you, into the system. So, um, I met a guy on Twitter, August Trometer, mm-hmm. brilliant guy, and uh, together we created this. And now it's a it's a company. We got a CEO and a head of marketing and a president. <laughs> and the whole thing. It's like and a sales force, and it's national, and it's doing really well. So when people in the past people have complained when the information came out about how the iPhone tracks you, it knows where you are, man. But yeah, this is a reason why it's pretty helpful. Yeah, and right? and, and by the way, I think we, that stigma has gone away yeah. because you can you can adjust just the level of privacy that you that you want because the the um the iPhone knows where your phone is, the unique ID on your phone. We don't know that it's you unless you want to tell it that it's you. I just got something from a, f- uh, a friend the other day where friends can know exactly where you are at all times. I'm like, "Hell no. Are you kidding me? No way. <laughs> Twitter's got a location Thing where you could say, yeah, I want when I send this tweet out, I want to. I can't do that right. because I don't want people to know where where I am. And when I tweet that I'm, you know, it's like, boys, uh, you know, uh, Orlando's a great place to film. I'm having a great time here. You better believe that by the time you I send that Twitter out, that tweet out, I'm nowhere near right. Orlando because I don't want people to know when I'm home, when I'm not home. So you know, you just have to be smart about it. Um, I think people. They tend to use the convenience of all of these things that the that these mobile devices um, can afford them without thinking, especially kids today. Like my kids, kids today. I can't. Oh, uh, the said kids that. with the twitters. It's unbelievable. <laughs> my my kids will send stuff out, not realizing that it's going to stay forever. It doesn't no. ever go away. And when when my son is like, you know, at IBM trying to get a job, or at Mac trying to get a job in in twenty years. They're going to be like, you know, you sent a tweet out uh, talking about, uh, you know, butt hairs about 20 years You're not going to say that at a corporate meeting, are you? Uh, No. No. No, Of course not. You're not. Uh, I'm sorry, then. We're looking for a guy who will say butt hairs. I know that's odd, but we're going to look for it, and we insist upon it. So let me ask you this. If I had this idea for an app, you know, I don't know what my app would be, but how do you go? How does that happen? Well, um, you know, it, it, it does help. 
that you and I are able to reach a lot of people. That's I'm telling you right now, that is the biggest benefit to what I can bring to anything, whether it be my charity stuff for epilepsy, the band, my own career, the fact that I can get the word out. There are half a million apps in the App Store, just wow. the Apple App Store, the Mac App Store. If you take you there are brilliant apps out there that are meaningless because no one knows about them. Mm -hmm. So um, the first thing to do, obviously, is to create the app. You're talking fifteen to twenty-five thousand dollars, depending on where you do it. You can farm it out. You know, there are great companies in India. I have uh, uh, two or three other ideas that I'm working on right now. But you know, um, how many times, how many things can I talk about on on you, know, you can talk about all of them? But, but I can't talk about them here. I want to know the ones you haven't released yet. I'll I tell know you a guy. off mic. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but I and then when we're not naked, because you know this is a little strange to be Good talking point. business like this. Um, <laughs> but I, but I just uh, I, I I encourage people. People all the time are pitching me ideas because what I've been able to do, and I've prior to the apps, I always I came up with my character on on Felicity was was Sean Blumberg. He was like this crazy inventor guy, entrepreneurial guy. That's me. JJ wrote that. JJ and Matt Reeves both said, you know what? We're going to take that, all these stupid ideas that you've always come up with, <laughs> and we're going to expand on that as, as, and make that character be that kind of guy. Right. Well, that back then, I didn't have a platform to get this, to get this going, and now I do. So I, if, I, if I feel it's a good idea, I may, and I have now twice, taken somebody's idea and gone, okay, what if we do this with it? And then I've got people that can finance the stuff that, that know that I've done Yowza and I've been successful with that. So... I'm trying to, you know, I'm kind of putting all this together and acting in the same way a producer does for, you know, what we do. Right. I'm doing that with, with apps and, and businesses. So um, it's been great. I mean, hopefully the fruits will, you know, start blooming uh, very soon. But it's a, you know, it's a process like anything else. How many, um, how many downloads do you have for Yowzer subscribers? What users, I guess is the term. We've, we've well over a million really? uh, people have downloaded it. But then you kind of go, okay, so they saw me on, you know, Martha Stewart and they downloaded it. Are they really using it? So unique uses every month. It's you know between three and five hundred thousand, which is huge. That sounds huge, right? But why world. wouldn't you? It's a free app <laughs> that saves you money. I just give an example. There's a great place called Marmalade Cafe. Okay, yeah. so we've got local businesses. There's another thing. If, if if people own businesses, it's the least expensive way to reach mi potentially millions of people. So they come to you. They say Marmalade Cafe comes to you and says Marmalade Cafe found us on getyowza.com. There's a place you click for merchants, and right there, it's $50 a month to put ads into everybody's pocket. Why wouldn't you do that? You sell two omelets at that place, and you're making that money back. So um, it, it brings people back on a regular basis. McDonald's, Big Five Sporting Goods, uh, Guitar Center. Um, these are major places where you can go to Guitar Center and save $500 with Yowza. Because it's a percentage off kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it's funny because I'm looking are... at you and your passion right now. It's like you're shaking the. Oh my god! Everybody I'm telling do you, this. I go nuts. I absolutely go nuts because when there there are apps that I put on my phone and I just don't use them, and they don't they don't really solve a problem. That's what I'm trying to do. Is I an app? If somebody says to me, "Oh, here's an app that'll you know, it's a cute little thing that that should you ever find yourself on a, on a mountaintop and you want to, I'm like, you know what? That's not the kind of thing I want to do. I want to do something that everybody, if they use it once, will never be able to live without it. And that's, I'm plugging a, a credit card out there that uh, Chase and United are putting out. If you just, if you use it once, like just use it once, buy something for a dollar, you'll get 30,000 frequent flyer miles, which is good enough for more than one free flight. So I'm doing the same thing like, 
do it. Do it. So How anyway. do I do that? you got to tell me about that. Well, let me tell you, Greg, you go to chipsmoneytips.com on the right-hand I'm side. I'm not kidding. That's it's, fantastic. Yeah, because a lot of times credit card offers will say, hey, spend 1000 spend 2000 This says, make one purchase. So I'm like, do it. Why wouldn't you do that? Get the card, buy one Are there thing, tremendous pay. restrictions on the mile? Uh, miles, no. Wow. <laughs> it's Anyway, so I know the passion. It's funny yeah. watching you go, come on. Do I it. know, I know. But, well, there's a lot of scams out there. There's a lot of things that don't work. I mean, you look at the Groupon model. Very brilliant. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to see it anymore. That's I don't want people to tr change the way I spend my money. Um, I buy things online. I buy things in store. I always look for a coupon. I'll tell you one thing that people should do that... I don't understand why people don't do is if you're going to buy something online, no matter where it is, any store, just put their name, that company name in and the word coupon. I do the same thing. That's great. And you save your, there's always a 10% off or 20% off somewhere out there. The coupon codes are out there. Some, and, and by the way, they give them updates as to when the last time it was used and it was good. Some have expired, some haven't, but I'm talking about the gap. I mean, Old Navy, you know, Amazon, wherever you're going to go, there are coupons out there that save you money. And by the way, a lot of times when you're when you're spending money online and you're and you're ordering things, you're paying more money than you would, but you have to offset and say, oh, is it worth it? My time and the travel and the gas and whatever. This immediately wipes out the delivery charge, the tax, whatever, because you're saving that money. And I don't know why people don't do it. Now, are you a frugal guy? I am. Uh, yes, I. I well, I. I I spend more money than I should, mm -hmm. um, just because I, I'm a hobby guy, I'm a car guy, I, you know, but I do, I've been very, I mean, I'm very lucky that my wife doesn't shop at fancy stores. I mean, why people buy expensive clothing for their kids, I never understood, yeah. you know. The Gap kids, got to go get, uh... Not even the Gap, man. It's Old Navy, <laughs> it's Burlington, it's Lomans, go to Lomans, use Yaza. Um, <laughs> it's really, I mean, these are, because kids go through clothes, they ruin them like crazy. So, but I've always been just smart with my money, I think. I mean, that's, you know, my, my grandmother, uh, used to call me the German. I don't know why the term. We're, I'm not we're, sure I like that. You're Jewish. I don't want well, to call you the German. We, we have, you know, we're Austrian in the family. But I mean, seriously, she used to call me the German just because I was so tight with my money. I guess Germans are known to be. I think my parents would call it Price Hill Dutch. Yeah. Because in Cincinnati, there's an area of Price Hill where a lot of Dutch people live in a very beautiful, clean, crisp, simple homes. Yeah. And I think they're very, it's very, it's a. Uh, it's concise and specific. Like you don't <laughs> overspend. You don't buy things you don't need. Um, I, but I do do that. I mean, we, we, uh, but you, you know, you can. Yes. Yes. I've been, yes. it's not like you're working at a bookstore and you have a $30,000 car. Right. No, that's absolutely true. Yeah. I, I definitely am living in my means. Luckily, my means are, yeah. are, you know, and I think that's good. I think people who can should ignore recessions and I, you're probably ignoring recessions. Uh, I'm preparing. <laughs> I'm preparing for the worst. But again, as an actor, you never know. Yeah. And by the way, that's what I think drives me to start these businesses and to have an alternative, uh, you know, income coming in. I uh, Scott Foley. Do you know Scott Foley? He's a, an amazing actor. He was on a unit. Oh, he was yeah. on Felicity with me. Yeah. Scott and I had an idea on Felicity when we were doing Felicity um, for uh, uh, an ice cream product. And believe it or not, and um, we, I said, he he has he loves ice cream. I love cake. I was like, why don't we put cake and ice cream together? And by the way, this was way back then. Now there there have been some, kind of forms of that, but nothing like what, what is about to come out. So yours is cake and ice cream, not an ice cream cake. No, it's cake and ice cream. You you eat this delicious ice cream, and there are little pieces of cake inside the ice cream. And we're talking birthday cake and ice cream, red velvet cake and ice cream, chocolate cake and ice cream. 
uh, carrot cake and ice cream, coffee cake and ice cream. Unbelievable. You will soon be seeing cake and ice cream in Costco and in Target. And it's with my face and Scott's face on the ice cream. And it's called uh, semi-famous cake and ice cream because we're semi-famous. How many times do people come up to you, Chip, and they go, do we go to church together? Do we go to high school together? It happens. That's that's. You yeah. and I, for the rest of our lives, that's going to happen. I had, a, I had a bad problem. I was back in Cincinnati, where I'm from, and uh, a couple of years ago at Christmas time at this restaurant, this guy said, do I know you? And I just thought I'd cut to the chase. Actually, I'm an actor. Uh, yeah. You've probably seen me on commercials or sitcoms. He goes, no, we went to high school. So I'm like, oh. It's like Greg, Doug Granite. So I'm like, oh, hey, Doug. So I know Doug. Oh, my God. Yeah, I he didn't was rec- right? He was right. I didn't recognize him. It had been 30 oh. years. So you know he went home going, you know who I ran into? Chip Chinner. He comes out with, I'm an actor. <laughs> oh. Exactly. No, I got one worse. <laughs> hey, uh, did we, how do I know you? And I say, and I, I do the same thing. I go, I'm an actor. Um, and they go, no, that's not <laughs> it. And I go, trust me. That's it. They wouldn't take this woman in Barnes and Noble. I don't know what it is about Barnes and Noble <laughs> that people are very strange in there. I think they're so smart. They think they're smarter than everybody. She, this woman would not take no for an answer, and I was literally in an argument with her. I said I was going down my resume. I'm like, "Did you ever?" I don't watch TV. I'm a reader. I don't. It was crazy, <laughs> crazy. Trust me, ma'am. I know what I do. And you mentioned ice cream, the ice cream cake, the soon to be released ice cream cake, cake. and ice cream cake yeah. and ice cream is the name of it. It's called semi-famous cake semi-famous. and ice cream. Semi-famous in February. It'll be in Target. And it'll be in Costco, selected Costco regions, those three regions that we're starting. So, about, Well, this re- this reminds me that I, I kind of glazed over your, your frozen yogurt business. Now, this was while you were a struggling actor, not yes. working yet. What year are we talking? Uh, way, way back. This is 20 years ago okay. when, when yogurt. Before Felicity. Before Felicity. This was when, um, uh, this is when, very, very beginning when I was just thinking about, you know, uh, what do, how do I get into acting? What do I do? You know, um, just starting to, just. Uh, begging to get a commercial agent, you know, way, way right. back. And um, we decided because uh, Penguins, Heidi's, all these yogurt chains were really hot back then. Right. It, it's been cyclical because it went away for a while and then it came back with, uh, you know, Menchie's and right. uh, um, anyway, all the all the ones, uh, uh, Pinkberry, you know, these new ones. Any of them on Yowza? Uh, Menchie's is just thinking about it. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting them. <laughs> we're gonna on close there. Menchie's by the end of the show. Exactly. Come on, Menchie's. <laughs> um, but it's, it's back then. It was. I learned a, a great lesson that's actually helped me with small business, which is when you have a small business like that, a pizza store or a, um, a frozen yogurt store or any kind of small business, a uh, retail. You, you're so consumed by every aspect of that business that marketing is the last thing. Yet it's the most important thing, and you. I want to cut back on all your, you know, you want your product to be as as rich as possible and the best as possible, but you say, oh, I'll just do whatever. So you spend $250 on an ad in a paper that no one's going to see, no one's going to remember to cut out. You don't know if they're going to see it or turn to it or whatever. This, for $50 a month, you're always in their pocket. Right. You can push notify them offers if they select it, you know, that kind of thing. So it's it's beneficial for small businesses, big businesses, and, and it's egalitarian because... It, it, the list is by um, by uh, closest to farthest away, so it's all by location. So Gap isn't going to be above, right. you know, um, uh, whatever John O'Groats. It's right. like if you're standing next to John O'Groats, John O'Groats comes up first. You know, so, that's cool. Yeah, I see. Cool. Anything else we haven't covered that you'd like to talk about? Um, Yowza is important, but um, I uh, I. I'd love to talk about uh, the band, the charity stuff that I'm doing. Yeah, let's hear about that. Okay, so I, um, our oldest son, Jake, has epilepsy. And 
people it's a very very misunderstood um disorder it it covers all areas of seizures so you know if you have two unexplained seizures you're considered uh you know to have epilepsy and jake uh when he was seven he started having seizures he's 15 now we've gone through i mean he's had brain surgeries mm. he, it's been crazy but uh with the right care and the right doctor and and the right uh medication you can live a perfectly normal life. You can live an extraordinary life. Mm -hmm. I mean, ask Vincent van Gogh, even though he was a nut job. <laughs> ask Albert Einstein. Uh, these people all had epilepsy, they? and they and there's many, many, many more. But um, he uh, has inspired me, and I've you know I'm a member of a club that I never ever wanted to join, which right. is a caregiver, a parent of a child that has epilepsy. But I've met uh, some incredible people out there, actors, um, and all along the way, I learned that there's a stigma, and people don't want to talk about it. Because if you're going to do a show, you know how we, we you know, if we get a movie, we have to do, uh, you have to do a physical or you have to, you know, or you're, even if you're guest starring, it's like, you, you know, share with everybody. <laughs> but if you do have the possibility of having a seizure, you should let people around you that are around you all the time, family, friends, teachers, coworkers, if you're in an office environment, if, if in the rare event that I might have a seizure, you know what to do, it's important. Yeah. Just a heads up. Yeah. Just a heads up that you don't stick anything in my mouth. That's a myth, you know. So I started this website called talkaboutit.org. Very imp informative. Every celebrity in the in the world is on there and it's something that, you know, I encourage people to go to a place where people can go see uh you know, your favorite celebrity kind of asking a question and then I have a professional, a doctor answering those questions. So go to talkaboutit.org and then to fuel talk about it and every other charity that you know, we try and help. I started Band from TV with a bunch of other actors, um, Hugh Laurie, James Denton, Bob Guinea, Scott Grimes, Adrian Pazdar, Jorge Garcia, Terry Hatcher, all these great celebrities. They all have um, uh, charities that they support, and we play as a band all year long. We ra we've raised you know close to $3 million over the last five years for, for the charities. All oh, the money that comes in goes out, you know, less rent for our band space or whatever, but it's been great. So bandfromtv.org and or... Um, talkaboutit.org, two places I encourage people to go. The most valuable thing you can do is give your time. Honestly, yeah. it's money comes and goes. If you have money, give it. Right. I mean, my God, these charities need it more than ever right now. But we all need to hold on to our money right now. We all need to be careful and smart with our money. But if you're going to donate, um, you know, donate your time. because or, or forget a charity. This is what I tell people when I'm on stage. And we're singing, and I'm playing the drums, and I'm having a good time. I, I say, um, do one thing all the way through for somebody. Help somebody, one person or an organization, a church, a school, whatever, where you do not expect anything in return. That's charity. Yeah. Don't do it because you're, you, you know, you're like, well, now they owe me. Don't do that. Right. And, and and you will notice it's the most rewarding. You enjoy yourself more than any because you forget about the band. I don't care if we make a dollar or a mm -hmm. million dollars. It doesn't matter. What matters is that we're changing the lives for people. We're changing people's lives. We're helping people. We've done it on small scale. We've sent, a, you know, a girl. Um, there's this girl who who has cancer, and she uh, Make a Wish Foundation does not grant international wishes. Her dream, her whole life, was to go to Paris. That's all she ever wanted to do. But Make a Wish won't send you to Paris. Mm. They'll they'll send you to Orlando. You know, they, they'll do some um, domestic dream, but they won't do an international dream. So we uh, gave her $7,000, and we sent her and her boyfriend and her mom to Paris with some money to spend. And then we sent a limo for her. She came to the set. I mean, she came to a, a, one of our shows in L.A. She was up in the balcony with her friends dancing and stuff. And I was like, that, I mean, I'm never yeah. going to call her and go, 
Hey, uh, can you do? And by the way, she's in remission now. She's doing great. I'm never going to call her and go. Remember, we uh, we helped you. I don't want to bring this up, but uh, a little <laughs> exactly. What? So, if people want to donate, a band from TV.org, donate time or money. Yeah, I mean, just go to the website. Um, you know, anything. Well, we have a, we have a DVD CD that's on uh, Amazon and on iTunes. If you buy that um, or any of the stuff from Band from TV, know that money is, is going to go to charity. But more than that, go to go to talkaboutit.org. If you want to make a donation or you want to get involved, go to talkaboutit.org. There are events across the country, local local epilepsy events, local. Uh, you know, just go out, help, volunteer, do something. Trust me, it's the best feeling in the world and better return on your money and your time than you'll ever get in any investment that you can make. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate it. Dude, thank you. <laughs> you rock. <laughs> Chip's the man. For all things grunny, go to greggrunberg.com, talkaboutit.org, bandfromtv.org, and getyowza.com. There are links to those sites as well as the United and Continental credit card offers that we talked about in the podcast post at chipsmoneytips.com. Next week on the podcast, if all goes as planned, my guest will be 2006 World Series of Poker main event winner, Jamie Gold. See you then.